Hey guys, welcome to the collab. <laughs> you guys, welcome to the collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. Um, part of the collaboration movement. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host Marvin Yue. Um, our co-host Christine Minji Chang is out of town on family business this week, so I brought in the reinforcements. <laughs> now that Minji's gone, I get to call the shots. And we don't so, really replace her. Really. No, no, we no, never it's, 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 it's an upgrade. Really. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I was going to say downgrade. Crossgrade. Crossgrade? To a different universe. Diagonal grade. In which it's a little different. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I got to introduce you guys first. Sitting to my left is You're the great... Right. That's me. Paul oh, yeah. Date. Hello. How's it going? Musician, great. producer, all around... Loser, thank you. Freelancer. All around loser. No. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, if you want to rhyme, I mean, you are... Yeah, see, yeah, that's what I was trying to go for. Okay. Yeah. Loser. Good. Good. Yeah. Glad you have glad to have you on, on board. <laughs> Thank you. Um sitting to his left is Jane Louie. Hi. All around winner. Creator oh, of music, yeah. videos, baked treats. I like that. Yeah. I like baking. <laughs> that's a thing. And joining us via Skype is Laura Siracool, uh, managing editor of Nerd Reactor. How's it Hi. going? Yay! Hello, Laura. I I can see you guys, but you guys can't see me. Why no. is this? What is the well, deal with that? She hasn't turned her camera on. Cause so. Oh, I see. Sure. It's not an equal exchange. <laughs> I just like watching. Ooh, that's the worst. She's a I creeper. Kind of like you already. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> thank you for joining us this week. Um, super excited. I've been wanting to have you two on our podcast for a while now because. Oh. I've heard you guys on other podcasts, and you guys seem like a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah, we talk a lot of inappropriate stuff. It's really, really super inappropriate. <laughs> and you know, the first time I heard you guys together on a podcast was on Paul's podcast. Oh, what? The one oh, where yeah. all he did was complain about Sonic bids. Oh, yes. Wait. And I still feel the same well, way That was a long-ass time this ago. This was several years ago. Yeah. Okay, first of and all, And my are opinion about swear? Sonic bids has not changed. <laughs> are we allowed to swear? Um, Try not to, but if you do, I... I'll edit it. I'll bleep it. I'll, I'll say oh, bleep. Well, good okay. luck, Mark. Try to go like bleep. euphemism, go. like freak, frack. No, I don't know. No, actually, I just, this might be the all or nothing. This might be the episode we rip it go open. Is, go just home. go explicit. So we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay. It's more. It's not really my call. So okay. <laughs> I see. We'll bleep it. Bleep. Bleep. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I forgot what we we're talking. Oh yeah, Sonic bids. I still hate them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So Laura goes to Comic-Con every year. We were just talking about this during Soundcheck, and I totally want to hear more about how you liked it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, don't you go every year? I thought I heard you say that you went this year. Yeah, oh. I do. I don't go, Door slam. I don't go every year. So we're totally at my house right now, and it's, like, windy here. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so, so I have been going for a, a while, but usually, like, every other year. I don't know why that is. You went this year, right? I did, yeah. yeah and I didn't go last year, and I went a year before. And this year, oh, my gosh. I have, I loved it so much this year. It was scary going in because I had never seen the outside of Comic-Con that busy before ever. It's just bigger every year, right? Except you go into the exhibition hall and it's surprisingly calm. Like it's not as crazy because there's all this stuff happening outside and there were some crazy major panels this year upstairs. Mm. So at one point, any, any given moment, there were, there were like 7,000 people upstairs. And so in a way it was split up a lot better mm. i felt like so yeah. it could handle a lot more people this year i don't know maybe i'm wrong <laughs> speaking um, of mm, 
This cookie <laughs> is really good. Jane made it. Laura, you don't get to have this um, cookie. It was a lot better this year than last year because last year I had Marvel. Um, yeah. Hall H and like they had a lot more Marvel stuff and DC stuff. So it was crazy last year. This year right. there was Star Wars. Yes. So everyone was at the Hall H. That's right. And no one was in the exhibition hall because of uh, because of Hall H. It was awesome this year, and it was just a, a culmination of meeting some, like, just, you know, things happen in your life, and you go, and they're all there, and so you just meet up with them, and you, like, have dinner, and I just, oh, had such <laughs> a go good time. Did you go to any time. panels? So, I, uh, I went to one, but only because James uh, was a part of one. Oh, cool. Um, and so... Oh, I'm sorry, Marvin is telling me to talk into the mic. No, I'm telling you not to chew on the mic. Oh, oh wait. Oh, I oh, thought... Too bad. These cookies are too good, man. They're, they are really good, though. You should have some. Sorry, sorry, uh, listening at home. I'm to sorry. give context, um, Comic Con was this past weekend. Oh yeah, in San Diego. What is it today? Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I lost my voice because of Comic Con. I bet. <laughs> I bet. So how is how? it? How? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so how is it like to um, cover Comic Con as a member of the press? I'm assuming you're like, running back and forth, like. It's crazy. You have a bet, like you get emails a month before, and you get tons of emails asking you to cover, um, sign up and cover for so many events. Yeah. Um, it, I had a good team this year, so I had it spread out. Um, but it was back to back, and then I had to go back to my room and start writing. Are you so, covering like movies or not, like graphic novels or like, like news stuff or like anything? Everything. Okay, get everything. TV, wow. We get comic book people. We have um, movies. Um, like, I, I interviewed a guy, independent movie writer. Yeah. Um, he, he emailed me personally and with his PR person, and they were like, hey, can you cover this? And yeah. like I'm like, okay, sure. I have time. And um, and then I did Walking Dead. Um, mm. Got to be the cast. Again, do some other shows. It was pretty cool. Like, it's just a lot of work. I, I love it. Constant. I think I lost, like, five pounds from not eating and just walking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great weight loss. Wait, what was I, mean, I was like, man, if it only could be a week long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're in San Diego, land of like carne asada fries and California all the burritos, fattiest thing in the world. Oh, so good! I missed out on Phil's barbecue. Oh, oh you super did. Although Phil's barbecue <laughs> is not close. No, it's in really. yeah. It's you have to have a car and like go <laughs> make a trip of it. So, so Laura did some snooping <laughs> on your LinkedIn, and all three of us we were we have roots in San Diego. Like Jane went oh. to San Diego State. Um, Laura, you went to SDSU oh, for grad her. school, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I went to UCSD. So, oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah I went to UCSD for a couple of years, and um, and then I went to San Diego State for the rest of my time. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, the small world. Like I went, I did. Uh, I went to grad school in San Diego and UCSD too. Cool. Cool. That's when that's when I started going to Comic Con back in. Early. Yeah. Right. I yeah. It's so it's so amazing. Um, uh, what I what I love about Comic Con is that it's one of those times of the year where you can, uh, you know, in the geek world you have a lot of weird people, but you don't want to weird people like in a good way. I mean, but Comic Con is where that weirdness is totally celebrated, and you can just stand there. Like I literally stood there in front of somebody's booth. I didn't look at their stuff. I didn't. I didn't buy anything. I stood there like awkwardly four feet away. Like I wasn't far enough so they couldn't notice me. They knew I was standing there, but I wasn't close enough to want to look at their stuff. I was like four feet away just staring at them. Why? Because it, they were wearing cool things. And oh. I just was looking. I was just staring at them like 
I actually I don't even think he was in a costume. He just had like a mask on or something. <laughs> and I just stood there staring and he looked at me, he's like, Hi. I'm like, Hi. How long? And then I walked away. A full minute. I just stood there. That's normal. Like pointing, you know, like told the whole thing. And it's awesome. So much fun. Yeah, I used to cosplay and that was difficult. Uh, (laughs) Like while reporting? You would get stairs and it's like you don't know whether they're creeper stairs or they're, hey, I'm all of your costume stairs. So I kind of just took it as both. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's level playing field there i don't think i ever stood in one place and stared like i went to comic-con maybe two years in a row because um my roommate his brother is a colorist for image comics cool so you'd always get a pass yeah he wouldn't go on sunday so he would give it to me and i would just do like the walk like the the drive-by staring but never like standing one really place. like oh i love it you should try it next year all social norms go out the window when you're in the <laughs> exhibition hall and you just <laughs> You do whatever you want. I, I remember one year I walked up to one of like this, these Egyptian dressed buff. He was so buff and so shiny. <laughs> I walked up to him. Shiny like I, oil shiny or yeah, like I guess. Shiny I don't or... know. I don't know. And he stood really still. And I literally walked up to him and I poked him in the arm. And I was like, are you real? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'm real. <laughs> Awesome. And then you walk away like nothing happened. It's the best. I think, Jane, I think there's a difference because you're a pretty girl. Oh. I think it's a little awkward. That's yeah. really sweet. But I don't, I don't think I could pull that off. Okay, I'm going to try going as Chewy next year and do Marvin, the same. You should go up happens. and poke him and say, Are you real? Are you real? Yeah. <laughs> so it was really fun this yeah. year, and Paul, you missed out. When's the last time you I've went, I've never been. You've never oh, been? Oh, seriously? So I miss out every year. Oh. <sighs> but I just found out that I can request a professional yeah. industry pass. Yeah. So I'm going to do that next yeah. year. Nice. Yeah. Well, you have to mentally be prepared for Comic-Con, though. Mentally and physically be prepared for Comic-Con. It's, yes. it's training. you got to train yourself. The closest I've been is E3, and that gets pretty crazy. But I hear Comic-Con is at times like five. Well, yeah. so. well yeah. E3 is mostly industry, right? Like industry people. Yeah. Whereas Comic-Con is at its core a fan oh, convention. Right. It's crazy yeah. in that it's sensory overload and, and audio overload. There's mm. just noise and people screaming like everywhere you go. Interesting. And you go out, and all the all the god people are out there with their signs. Oh, they're I don't, everywhere. I don't really they're, know they why. They go to Nam. They go I to everything. Like, but see, when I when I see that, I I go, okay, why are you so? I don't know. Some of them are angry, and and I I'm all about you know coexisting and all that. But when you stand there and you're angry at these people, and I'm like. These people are just here to have a nice time. Like, why are you so pissed? Are they, they sinning right now? Have they grown? <laughs> like, like, have they like, are there more people now? I feel like there's like, more. There was really? more this year. Really? And they're playing their cassettes really loudly and everything. And I completely understand. It's just, it sounds really angry to me. And it just. Because it uh, is angry. I don't know. That's Laura, how they what get do you think? To stop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, what I love about Comic-Con people? Um, a lot of the cosplayers and people and like the Comic-Con people they go and do counter protesting. So one oh. one guy's like has a sign that says like um, bow to Zod or <laughs> um, like my unicorn did believe in unicorns. That's um, awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like when I see people like that, I, I it's Comic-Con, dude. Like, these are books and fiction and awesome, inspiring characters. Why are you even here? I don't understand what you're countering. Is they also thing. go to, like, the NAMM show where they're selling guitars and drums. <laughs> it's That's like, true. It's the nature of our viral society. Like, you just need to go where the eyeballs are. Like, if they're there, they're going to get covered by they the They just news, want to be you know? seen. Yeah. They're scenesters. They're like they're not really like they're, they're just they, scenesters. They just want to be like, hey, <laughs> what if it? Turns I want to get on TV, guys. I know how to. What do it. What if like a few years from now, it's a it, it just gets revealed that they're improv everywhere this whole time. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> it wouldn't be, but maybe no. it would. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Are we moving on to a new topic of discussion, Mario? Yeah, let's talk about something. Because I don't have much to say about it, unfortunately, because I didn't go. Except that he's been. wearing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, well, about the, the, the news that came out, like yeah. the, the trailers See, and all the cool trailers that came out. These days, you can go to Comic-Con without going to Comic-Con because the internet brings Comic-Con to you. Yes. Right. I, there, the, I haven't seen the trailers yet either. I've been out of town for the past uh, two weeks. So I where haven't were you? Had a, I was a PA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's shoot. right. Yeah. I was on a farm, literally right. on a farm, a which farm? is where my tan came from. <laughs> <laughs> You have to post Just a my elbow of the tan. got really yeah, dark. That's gonna be the thumbnail for this for this podcast. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And uh, so I haven't seen the the trailers because uh, internet connections and hotels are very unreliable. Are you that's staying true. in like hotels or more like a bar? <coughs> oh, no, we were staying in a hotel. Yeah. Oh, cool. What was the coolest thing you saw, Laura? Um, of trailers or just in general? Just in general. Uh, the Game of Thrones experience is really great. Um, uh, wait, the what did you say? Game of Thrones experience. Oh. Paul has actually been catching up on Game I of am. Thrones. I just finished season four yesterday. He was very sad. What? He posted a very, like... <laughs> okay, I haven't show. seen any. So I don't know. I know, right? Shit, shit. You I, should watch the show. See, the thing is now, it's like, what do I have... I ask people, what do I have to do? They're like, you have to start from the beginning. You, well, where I'm else like, would you start? Oh. I don't know. I mean, like, Doctor Who, I didn't have to start <gasps> from the beginning. Oh, but oh. this is different. This is different. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wait, are you a doctor? Anyone here Whovians? Oh, uh, yeah. Can I show you my freaking... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gotta let it turn on first and then, and then show you. We're doing some, like, <gasps> Skype video. Is that hot or what? I don't even know what I we're think, looking at. If I could tell you, that the coolest thing I did was talk to Peter Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, now we're both out. So. You know, but, I so I've only watched the I oh, well the, he has only had one full season, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I hear that Clara is leaving, right? No, no, she's here. She's here for our, she's going to be here for another season for one more season, and then she's gone, right? Possibly they, they've been talking. Oh, about they don't it. know. Okay, never mind. Well, whatever. I just absolutely love Doctor Who, and it's it's the perfect premise to keep a show going and make it awesome and. Freaking the writers are awesome. In particular, that one dude who also did Sherlock. I forget his name right now. But Benedict Cumberbatch? No, the writer. <laughs> oh, no, he is Sherlock. He's in Moffat. Yes, Moffat. Oh, he's just brilliant. Um, yeah, it's such a, it's a great show. And um, I was in Hall H during that, and I was in that massive line that started Wednesday afternoon. Like outside. Yeah, by the wharf or whatever. How long do people stay in those lines? Because remember, Days. the last time I went was like the high point of Twilight, and people were like there like before we even started. Yeah, like, so just waiting you to see like where up dudes. with your friends, right? Oh. Like, yeah, let's you, shift. you camp out. Yeah, you do shifts. 
and you have food there, water, and they're nice. They have tents, so you're covered from the sun, and um, yeah, it's it's amazing. I have I would love to meet Matt Smith. I started with Matt Smith first, um, and then I went to David Tennant's doctor, and I just fell in love with David Tennant. Oh, <laughs> he's the yes. best. But Tennant is amazing, and yeah. um. Yeah, Matt Smith, he's he was there this year too. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was there for Pride and Prejudice. Oh yeah. Gosh, everybody was there. Ben like it was nuts. Ben Affleck was there. Um, all the Star Wars people were there. At one point we were on the side where there's like a street where they drop off the celebrities and there's always people there taking pictures and screaming. <laughs> they all get off and they walk into this one building on the side and it's like and then suddenly we saw Quentin Tarantino and J- uh, James Madsen, like getting off the bus, and people were screaming because they were promoting the Hateful Eight or whatever that movie is. Mm. And it's, but I'm like, but that's not comic. My my hint for everyone that if they really want to go to Comic Con, stay at the Hilton Bayfront because that's where all the celebrities go to do their meetings. Oh. Oh. That's kind of out of the way though. That's like by the by the the pier, right? It's right, it's right next, next yeah, door to the, the convention right center. Across- yeah, it's right yes. next to the convention center. Oh. All of them go there to do their meetings and press conferences. And that is why Game of Thrones is a really good show, Jane. Why? Why <laughs> is it? Why do you like it? It's great. It's just really good. The world is so big, and there, I hear there's a lot of like intimate action. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that, but the, I mean, it's not why you watch the show. That's why some. Well, maybe it is show. for some people. Yeah. But I mean, the show itself is really good. The writing is really good, and the acting is amazing. I can't do with violent, intimate action. There's no. Well, I don't think they're being violent while being intimate. Well, <laughs> it's a very diverse show. Let's just put it that. Okay, way. all right. I hear such amazing things about it. Okay, so I'm gonna get started on that. Yeah, we'll see. It's a show that keeps you guessing and keep keeps your suspense up. So it really yes. captures when you right. get invested into these character it's it, it takes the light and like strangling all hope out of the situation whoa that's, <laughs> that's really serious okay yeah. i like this hand motion you yeah did. really like strangling i can't see it the hand motions wow. yeah. but it helps me in podcast yeah cool but, um, in my advice to you don't get attached to anyone oh. you know i tried my best not to get attached that's for so that hard. reason but then how do you keep watching like the so- only one you can get attached to is Dinklage. Okay, I don't Peter know who Dinklage. that is. He's the, the short dude. Dinklage, the dwarf. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> That's my ringtone. Yay! I think you just gotta um, just watch it the way you watch it. And just, um, yeah, just do it. Because if, if you go in with expectations, okay. you're just gonna like... Exp- like it doesn't matter. You yeah. could have any expectations or high or low. The show will just surprise you no matter what. Is it what. pretty accurate to the books? What's going on? More or less, right? First three seasons. Okay. Well, I mean, then, the, it, then it goes everywhere. Yeah, the show's kind of caught up to the books now, so they're kind of in the holding pattern. I guess they have like the inside scoop with um, George R. R. Martin about what the story beats are going to be, but until yeah. the book comes out, they can't really like. Oh, I do see. Anything. 
Wow. But you know, I got to tell you, as a musician watching the show, I really appreciate it because there's a lot of attention to detail and that each character kind of has like a musical motive that's really buried in the soundtrack. Really? Yeah. There are a lot of things that you don't catch. And then later you're like, oh, that theme played when this happened. You're like, oh, you know what I mean? And then the the person comes up. Yeah. Or like the music, it's like a lot of foreshadowing or a lot of symbolism or it's just very cleverly done. And as a musician, I really do appreciate that. Okay. I think you might too. I shall. I think the Wait, last. Jane, what was your favorite moment of Comic Con? Oh my gosh! So um, I was saying that uh, James, my husband, he was in a panel uh, because he's been working with uh, this team in Google that they do these things called Spotlight Stories, and um, they're on Android right now only. Not it's an app on Android, and uh, basically he's been working on uh, augmented reality. He implements art onto um, like a story that has been animated um, and putting it into a mobile uh, device so that basically the, the, the owner of the phone, when you're watching it on the phone, you are the camera. So you have the right to look anywhere you want, up, down, and there's a world that is around you inside this phone. Cool. And so some of the artists that have been animating for this include um, Jan Pinkova, who did Jerry's Game, and uh, he was the creator of Ratatouille. Um, so he was a part of, like, he worked with Pixar back a long time ago. And then uh, also Glenn Keane, who was the animator uh, for The Beast in Beauty and the Beast, um, Ariel, and Tarzan, cool. uh, and Aladdin himself. And so I had dinner with these people and it was just I sat across from Glenn Keane and we just had this conversation about uh everything else outside of animation uh, and animation itself but most importantly just life itself you know so it was just such a humbling moment to meet this person who made my childhood And be completely, like, we're just normal people. Um, it was very humbling. And we talked about his time in Paris. And um, I told him that I felt like his work felt really musical to me. And I don't mean, like, when when the music happens. I mean, the movements of his characters have phrasing and certain articulations. Um, and he said that one of the things that he learned first uh, when he joined Disney was that everybody had a metronome on their desk and that's how they animate. They animate to a certain beat, to phrasing, to, um, mm. to, to landing on a movement. And mm. it was just mind blowing to me. Uh, uh, <sighs> this guy who like, is just so humble. So that was my favorite moment. Yay. <laughs> that's cool. So is that is that what Google Cardboard is, or is that different? No, that's different. Uh, the Cardboard uses um, uh, some of the stories. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they fully implement it yet, but I think there's an app like separately for the Cardboard. Okay. Yeah. I hear that's doing well. Well, there's like people doing VR and people doing AR now, like virtual reality and augmented reality. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... And PR. And PR. Public people's always reality. doing PR. Yeah. PR, I'll leave. This. I'll leave. That was a terrible joke. That's that wasn't even a joke. I'll just leave. Can I have to? <laughs> no, stay. Well, I have to stay. You're my ride. We need, we, need, we, need, we need more. We need more bangers like that one. Can I, <laughs> can I make more show. coffee for y'all yes. while you guys talk? 
So producer I'll man. yell in the background. Is that is that okay? Um, sure. Why the, not? Why not? Let's Let's do it. Collaboration it. kitchen series. So, um, was there anything about like VR stuff at Comic Con, or is is that? Oh, like the yeah. Hollow Hollow. What is it called? Hololens. Hololens. Or, or Oculus or anything like that. I feel like so. I heard that this year's Comic Con was a lot less, um, I guess, corporate than it used to be. Did you get that feeling, or? Yeah, actually, I actually felt like. Um, they were, okay, I feel like there was less swag, so the less companies were giving out stuff. <laughs> um, and also, um, I think there were more comic-related companies rather than the corporate like companies. Because um, I saw Lionsgate, I saw Legendary, but there, but there were more, a lot more comic book, smaller companies. Well, that's good. This year. Yeah. Because yeah, that was a concern, right? That the fans were worried that corporate America was going to take over and the independent comic book creators would be yeah. pushed out. Well, because Comic-Con started as a fan like convention, so different comic stores going and selling their wares and a lot more that kind of thing. And then I don't know when it happened, but I guess when comic book movies started becoming big mm-hmm. and then when, I guess, you can call it geek culture started becoming you know a marketable business opportunity, like companies swooped in and started, you know, buying up the big booths and setting right. up like crazy things yeah. like you know and then you started getting non-comic things at comic-con like twilight yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know yeah, what like, i don't get can you hear this not really yeah. oh. you know what i don't get it's the steampunked aisle <laughs> i don't understand why they're there steampunked is, like <laughs> movies okay like anime great you know like i be, of course that's comic-con but it's like Steampunked, it's Maker's Fair. Like, why are you there? I don't understand. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a new movement right now for for geeks to like yeah. a different world. So I I, I I understand the cosplayers are going crazy over that. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Comic Con's become more of a a geek culture thing than strictly comics now. So right, yeah, that's why you have yeah. all these different you know subgenres and steampunk. Yeah, I, I think it's more like that movement's more style than anything else, right? It's like yeah, it's it's fashion. Yeah. Well, let's move on from from Comic Con because I want to talk about D twenty three. If you're talking about conventions, that's what's coming up next, and I'm very excited about that. What is D twenty three? The Disney one, the Disney Con, Disney Convention. It's about all the stuff that's happening. It's like a state of the union for the company, I think. Right. Oh, so it's like Marvel, Lucas, Maker, all their all their stuff. Yeah, and even the Disney's been killing it. We're going to talk about attractions for the parks, possibly. Oh, yeah? um, stuff like that so I'm really excited I don't know what to expect to be honest are you going? no I can't afford it it's very, <laughs> it's very expensive now, um, are you going Laura? yeah for D23 because Marvel did not show up to San Diego Comic Con D23 is going to have all the Marvel exclusives all the Marvel clips mm-hmm. all the Star Wars clips because they'll have more time right um, so it's going to be a big deal this year I hear it's going to be yeah. huge awesome yeah, they purposely yeah just like she said they're going to hold back they held back from Comic-Con for that reason this year. Oh. Disney wasn't there at all? I don't think so, right? Well, the, I mean, they were there for the TV shows. Like, <laughs> okay. if, uh, what is it called? What's the one on ABC? That show? Fresh Out the Boat? No, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right. Yeah. Is that Disney? Yeah. Marvel. Mar- Marvel's Disney. What's D- why is it 23? That's just the number of conventions there are? Like, that's the year? Yeah, what's, why is it 23? Do you know, Paul? There's a, Tell us I forgot why. the number. Uh, D, 23 is like, oh, I forgot. But it means... In 1923, when um, Walt left Kansas to go oh. to Hollywood, so oh. it was based in 1923 so some... um, when he left. Oh. 
So some historic. Yeah. Oh, Disney. The, yeah, because the D stands for Disney. I got it. <laughs> I got it. It's based on the, his year that he left. To go <laughs> to okay. Yeah, they really like yeah. numbers at Disney in the history and the namings <laughs> of things. But anyway. I'm a Disney fanatic. I have, I'm, I'm obsessed with Disney. Are you an AP holder? Yes. Yay! Oh man, you guys are hardcore. Let's go. I haven't been to Disneyland. Are you free? Let's go. Yeah, I'm free all the time. I'm freelance. I haven't been to Disneyland in like (laughs) thirteen, thirteen years. Thirteen years. Like last time I went was for grad night in high school. Oh, yeah. You know, I still haven't been to the new Star Tours, dude. Oh, that's fun. What's wrong with you? That's really fun. I'm more of a Magic Mountain. I haven't guy. been on the new Alice oh. in Wonderland. Oh, it's pretty. Did they change it? Yeah, they, oh, okay. yeah. It used to be so boring. Um, it was. Just it hasn't changed cute, that. Much. Oh, magical. It used to be magical but boring. <laughs> magical but boring. <laughs> Speaking of, you know what's crazy? The Pinocchio ride. That one will oh, give you nightmares. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Wait, do I? Know but this? you know, the creepy and uh, not creepy, but scary. I, I went to Knott's Berry Farm this past weekend. And I went. Have you been there? I haven't been there in maybe fifteen years. Okay, well they have this ride called Accelerator, which launches you on a roller coaster from zero to eighty miles per hour in two point three seconds. Well, that's seconds. Montezuma's Revenge. Holy isn't it? crap! No, this is like your face is behind you when you're doing that. Yeah, like yeah. Be, by the time you remember <laughs> yeah. to scream, the ride's over. <laughs> I, I and I was that. legitimately screaming, like I was terrified. <laughs> so you're like you broke the sound barrier, so like your scream that's is behind awesome. you. <laughs> Like this was like zoom, and then I'm like, ah! oh, it's over. Oh, how embarrassing! Wait, does it do anything? Does it just you just go fast? You launch, and then you shoot up like completely vertically, and then you shoot back down completely vertically, and then you do a little circle, and then you're I thought Knott's Berry Farm was for like little kids. Not this ride. Well, they've always had roller coasters. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's crazy, man. Oh wow, weird. Zero to eighty in two seconds. That's that oh is fast. And then I went. I, th- after that, I went on the drop tower. But then I just, my heart was like, dude, no, no. So I had to raise my hand. I'm like, please, please. I don't. Want oh, to you wussed out. I did. <laughs> I did. Like I did. I did. I was, the girl's like, you want to get what? I'm like, I, I don't want to be on the ride anymore. <laughs> did you put on the <laughs> accent she, just like, to like hide she, your shame? She looks to her coworker, who's also a girl, and they both look at me and they roll their eyes together, like, okay, we'll let you off. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> did you feel embarrassed? I didn't care anymore. Cause I went on the other one, so I would think after that one, this the drop tower would be no problem. You're like, eh? No, I can do it's one. Not zero I to think 80. I'm at the age now where I can do one or the other, but I can't do two, especially one after the other, because uh-huh. I went on the drop tower like maybe six months ago, and I had no problem. And then I went on the accelerator ride too, afterwards, like several hours later. Yeah. So I was fine. I had time to recover in between. Why? What happens if you? Go? I don't. I just like because I. This was my second time on Accelerator. Okay. But I think I was more scared and more nervous this time because I knew what I was in for. Whereas the first oh, time, no, you I had anticip- no idea. Right, yeah, yeah. You didn't know. We didn't have anticipation. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't scared it just the first to you. time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then I was like freaking myself out and like mm-hmm. super psyched out. And then I, yeah. But you, you enjoy the thrill stuff, right? You like, you I like do, the I do. But it's also like as I'm getting older, I get more and more scared. Really? Wait, but yeah. what happens to you after you go on that ride and you go on the other one? I'll go on the other one immediately after. Like, why did you have to get off? Oh, because you, were you I, feeling sick? No, no, just like the adrenaline. Oh, really? And um, I also have a really strong fear of heights. So I was already Do like you? super excited and like super jittery from just the exhilaration of being on the crazy accelerator yeah, ride before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like I wasn't calmed down yet. 
And then I already have a fear of heights and just imagining going up that tower. Wait, so your fear of heights, I'm always interested in this. Fear of heights has to do with when you can see the ground, right? So like on an airplane, you're fine. Is that- I am fine, yeah. Oh, no, so yeah, because in- it's an enclosed room okay. in the sky. But <laughs> I, want, I, I want to ask what Laura feels about the story. Are you judging Paul right now? Wait, is she there? I feel like as you get older, it's, it's more difficult to do rides anymore. Yeah, man, see? No, I'm all about the thrills. I went One on, after another. I went on a kiddie roller coaster called Jaguar. <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> and I was a little caught off guard on that too, man. Jaguar is pretty tame though. It's like I know. <laughs> it's like a wave. It's for little babies. It's like Gold Rusher. And I was like, space. whoa. <laughs> this is getting kind of intense. Anyway. I love Mr. Toads. That's a good um, ride. That's another one that's surprisingly thrill because it's like all the sharp turns. But in general, though, like, I mean, I know you're a Magic Mountain guy or Six Flags. I've those, never those been, you getting, guys. They're never getting been? so much more intense every year. Do you like really? the, Do you like thrills, Jane? I do. I love roller coasters, oh, yeah. but oh, I just yeah. have never been. I don't know But how. they get crazy now. Really? Like, like, they're intense now. Like, they get faster and higher and taller. Oh. And, yeah, sorry, that's, that's redundant. Or more but, like, like, have you been on X? Yes. X2? That one's slow, but it's also crazy. No, I legitimately screamed on that ride, too. That, <gasps> oh, man. That was more of like, I was like, whoa-ing, not, ah, like, whoa. You know, like, <laughs> when you're like. <laughs> you're really hard to impress, into huh? it. No, it's like. Zero to 80. Marvin like, is whoa. all about the thrills. No. <laughs> it's like, I'm exhilarated, but I'm not, like, scared. Oh, right? I was legitimately scared on X. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not ready. Because I thought you just fall backwards, and then no, your chair gives out under you, and oh, then you fall crap. face down. Like you're flying. It's like amazing. your chair oh, spins while you're on a ride. Freely. Yeah. Oh, crap. It's a, it's a really crazy, awesome feeling when like you're well done. used to it. Yeah. But it was my first time on it, and I, I yeah, Freaking I was like screaming out. like a little child. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can totally see you screaming like a child. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> But yeah, I haven't been to Disneyland for 13 years. I should go back. I go all the time. I feel man. like going... So me and my friends are more Six Flags people, so we go there a lot. Like getting mm. a bunch of dudes to go to Disneyland is pretty tough. Um, Why? It's awesome. They have beer there. Do they? Yeah, beer, wine, alcohol. How expensive though? Oh my God, if beer, wine, alcohol, then the ride, that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think Six Flags sells alcohol Actually, too, that's not true. They? I went to Disney World maybe like eight years ago. Epcot so sells alcohol. Epcot is way more fun as an adult. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Because the kids, like, this is really boring. But as an adult, it's like... Ooh. No, there's a full bar in California Adventure. I think there are two full bars. And then there's beer and wine all over the place. Yeah, but, like, it's like 80 bucks to get in. And then another 80 bucks for beer. How much beer are you drinking? I know. Man? Well, it's like, yeah, it's like $7. God. <laughs> Came, like, <laughs> 30 bucks for beer. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent that before. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, and go to any like bar in like LA. It's like thirty bucks for two drinks. So. Yes, that's why I want to go back to Iowa again. Iowa? How I was cheap? in Iowa for two days, and I had. But do they, do they have good beer though? Because that that's important. It's the same too. beer as we have here. It's like, just Iowa. like two dollars. I was like, wait a minute, two two what? And they're like two dollars. I was like, oh, I have that. Really? <laughs> that reminds me of um, back in San Diego. There's this bar, PV Bar and Grill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday nights, two dollars anything. Oh, but this is every day and like, you should come back for happy hour. It's fifty cents. I was like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> I wanna live here. 
but then the, down, the downside would be you live in Iowa. That's yeah, what they always tell me. There, Every right? time I was like, why don't I live here? Like, because it's Iowa. Wait, Iowa, like, like I like bet they have Des Moines. Iowa. I was in Des Moines. Oh, okay, Des Moines is pretty okay. cool. That's, is kind that of, city-ish? that's kind of a city. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I'm sure they I have a really good, good internet there, too. So they kept apologizing to me when they found out I was from L.A. They were like, we're so sorry. I'm like, why? I'm having really? such a good time. Speaking yeah. of L.A., though, can I tell you what I witnessed? Um, this, this is, I guess, what L.A. really is to other people. But this happened. So I saw these two girls that were talking to each other. And I don't remember their names, so I'm just going to make it like Jenny or something. So one friend says to the other, she, Cindy. Yeah, like, it's not that. It's like at a coffee shop somewhere yeah. in my neighborhood. And this girl says Cindy to her, with her friend, she's like, oh my God, Jenny, that massage you gave me earlier today was so amazing. You're like a genius. And then the other girl is like, oh my God, Melissa, I know. I think I'm like misogynistic. And she's Ew! like, yeah, I think you are. You're totally misogynistic. Oh my goodness. And I was like, ah, oh, this is why people hate LA, man, because we're idiots. But then oh I God. thought about it. I thought about it. Seriously, I did think about it. I'm like, wait, if no one ever told you, how would you know? Like, dentist, optometrist? You that, know? That's what? That's. A- There's no, like, uh, optometus. All right. Misogynistic. I, mean, <laughs> I think you're trying. You're trying too hard to defend them. Though, Optometrist. Misogynist. I'm, I'm a fan of a good portmanteau. <laughs> Dentist. You know, putting squishing words together. But I don't know how you can even be in LA without knowing what misogynistic means. It's like, like you're in LA, where, yeah. you should know what misogynistic is. <laughs> Dude, it's is. so easy to be ignorant in this city, man. It's true. Anything. And they were pretty happen. young. They were like high school age. And she's I'm like, oh my god, I'm like misogynistic. <laughs> Are you sure she didn't actually know? What I don't know if she was know. trolling it me because she knew I was in earshot. Oh. But I don't, I don't know. But who knows? I'm just I don't think the she future was... when they're like in like a college class and someone's talking about misogyny and like, oh, I'm really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. Do you I'm want such some? a good misogynist? I don't know. Oh, Ew. eject me from this world, please. How would you know? But if you didn't know masseuse, that's like an advanced word. That's like it? saying if you didn't know. I mean, why not massager? That's a, such a, mas- a more like less of a leap. Massager. I'm a good massager. That that makes more sense than misogynistic. That's like <laughs> a adding so many things. You know what? She probably she probably <laughs> it heard that word. It sounds more professional. A masseuse, misogynist. <laughs> it sounds more more advanced. They like probably you went heard to that word before that. in like say the internet. And so it just came to her mind. Yeah, therapist. There's no therapus. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Anyway, it's French and Latin or whatever. I, I know, I know. It's, but anyway, I just thought it was funny. So that's why I, people hate LA. <laughs> this is true. LA, LA is so weird. Well, a lot of people come and they just go to Hollywood and then say, oh, Ah, uh, but Hollywood LA. sucks. It, yes, yeah. it, took, it took living here to love it. I just totally love it now because there's so... You mean so, Hollywood or L.A.? No, L.A. Yeah. yeah, no, there's a lot to offer This is so wacky and it's ridiculous. Laura, it's Laura so are you a native yeah. L.A. person? Cool. Well, no, I was born in New York, but then I came here as a kid. Okay. Oh. So, yeah, you know. You too. You're from here, Marvin. Yes, I grew up here. Well, more like San Gabriel Valley, right? Yeah, but from same the east thing. side. But I grew up in, um, well, yeah, I grew up in San Gabriel. I was born in Toronto, but I came when I was one. So I, we've been over this before on this podcast. I'm barely Canadian, but I still have my citizenship. Oh. Yeah. You said that with a like a really detectable amount of smugness just now. I, <laughs> I have my Canadian citizenship. I'm very proud of my... So it's easier to get into the country then. 
to Canada because aren't they like super strict about immigration there? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, we got our green cards um, because my aunt. Came oh, you're not a citizen in... here. I'm not. I'm still Canadian. Oh, yeah. oh, you're a Canadian. <laughs> that makes so much sense because he's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like got this really sweet, nice external, <laughs> like, and then he's like, "I would like my thrills, people." <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. I see. What were we talking about? I don't know. Oh yeah, um, I remember. So I was in the East Coast for a couple of years, and people are just a lot more fast paced out there too. Yeah, they I have my really like, fast. you know, I, I spent you know most of my life in LA and spent a good six years in San Diego. So I'm all chill, whatever. Dude, San like, Diego is slower than even Los Angeles. I'd oh, it's say. so super, awesome! Super slow. It's amazing. They're nicer than LA too. But I found that uh, I thought I was gonna really like San Diego. Yeah. But I was I stayed down there a few days for work, and I really enjoyed it. But by the third day, it was so you need pleasant, to get out, and mm. people were so nice that I just like I need to get out of here. I need to. I <laughs> you can't, get creeped I can't, out, right? I, yeah, I couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I, I was totally like, why are you being nice to me? Why are you caring that's about how I, how feel. I feel? Yeah, totally. That, it's that's like how a I level of distrust in... that being in LA like festers inside you. I yeah, <laughs> it's it's more. It's you're just used to like people hating your ass. Yeah, because like, here mm. when well, someone says, "Hey, how normal. are you?" They don't want to yeah. know. They just they're just saying that as they walk past you. But in yeah. San Diego, they're like, "Hey, how are you?" Like, like really, how are you? Yeah, and yeah. I just said, oh, hey, how are you? And then I started walking away, and they're like, no, how are you? Like, oh. <laughs> Wait, okay, that's weird. That really? is weird, yeah. No, Maybe you're weird. in, like, some weird part what of San Diego. I was in, uh... I think in San Diego's more laid back. In San Diego, it's like, hey, let's go grab some beers, let's go clubbing, and then in L.A., it's so different. <laughs> yes, but I liked it down there, but I think I can only be a visitor. Well, if you don't surf or nothing, you know. Oh, yeah, so much of it is what they have to offer on the coast. Yeah, but it's beautiful down there. Mm-hmm. It's a good brewery city now. It is. I don't know what when it happened. Like I came, I went back like last year. Like there's breweries everywhere. Little Italy and like uh, <clears throat> down there, uptown. Mira is Mesa just too. Awesome. Green Flash is in That's Mira true. Mesa. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like also it's like I don't remember this brewery being here. <laughs> San Diego's weird though. It's like mostly conservative. It is. It's a very conservative like bastion in California. Yeah. It's like the speck of red and like the sea of blue. Yeah. It's like Orange County, <laughs> kind of. No, it's like it's like LA is not conservative, and then Orange County's a little bit, and then it's like transitions to more conservative as you oh, go south. Yeah, so it's even more than like especially Irvine. like La Jolla, where where UCSD is. That's like where that's all where like, they were really nice to me, and they wanted to know yeah. how my day was going in a, inside a Subway sandwich place. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. conservative people huh. can be nice. I guess so. Yeah, they, they just judge you in, inside. Well, yeah, it was like a white. Uh, yeah, it was a white person talking to me, and I'm Asian American, so I wasn't expecting them to like talk to me. Because that doesn't happen. Mm. Well, it doesn't happen in LA at all. No one wants to talk to anyone here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. She was just, maybe I, I was the outreach people. of the day. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you give off a very friendly vibe. And they're like, this guy, <laughs> this guy will talk to me. Oh. <laughs> maybe he just was very lonely. Oh, I had a lonely face. Oh. No, maybe the guy friends. talking to you was No, it was an old lady. Oh, maybe, maybe she, she was, lonely. was lonely. That's true. Oh. It's possible. She was very pleasant. I could, yeah, I... So I used to do really weird jobs, and one of my jobs was to sell, sell cheap spleep, like from door to door. Spleep, yeah. Like what like, knives? Like knives, barbecue sets, Were Barbies, you a cut coal representative? Um, what? Like umbrellas. Oh, okay. you like a, I was like a peddler. Sky Mall. 
person? No, no, no. Well, I guess basically, <laughs> was but there like a on catalog foot. You had like I did. No, I just carried where whatever we had. What was what? your pitch? What was, yeah, what, like, it was knock knock. Like it was role play. Like it was that. like uh, uh, so. It was to business to business, not door to door residential. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and it, I would sell like literally manicure sets, like ten bucks. Everything was between five to fifteen dollars, and it's all about your attitude. And what you're trying to do is get two hundred seventy no's. People who to get through the no's to get to the yeses. Two hundred seventy. Um, that's just sales. Yeah. So three hundred. You want to get through three hundred people a day to to get in contact with three hundred mm-hmm. people a day. Um, so you ask them, hey, how's it going today? You know, so I'm doing these sets. Do you, are you interested? You, if they say, no, thanks. It just, you go and you like, get to the next, you know, answer. Statistically, that's just how it works. But wait, wait, business to yes. business. How can you see three biz- 300 businesses in a yeah, day? You go to towns and you like, you, you there go are a with lot your of partners and world. you bunny hop. Yeah. With your. With, oh, like with, down a main street. Totally. Yeah. Wow. So Chula Vista was awesome. <laughs> like I did so well doing that. I got, I earned so much money doing that. This was like real, a long time ago. Uh, I was in the best malls. shape of my life because I was <laughs> carrying all of this bleep. And then, <laughs> but I was in, so one day we tried La Jolla and it was the most like antagonistic place where the old, like the old ladies were just fuming at even looking at me, seeing me with things at all. And I'm oh, carrying you like carry the stuff with you. I do. They don't yeah. yeah, they don't they're very like city ordinance says you can't there's no fast food in La Jolla because they don't allow it. There's no like it's all like mom and pop like rich bougie stores down there in mm-hmm. like downtown La Jolla. Mm-hmm. Isn't even, that what UCSD is? Yeah. Okay. Even though so that's why UCSD has no fat row. Because oh. La Jolla City Ordinance oh, yeah. says if you have more than five unrelated people living in the same like housing it's it's classified a brothel what what yeah i had no clue about this <laughs> interesting so that's why there's no frat row on ucsd oh my gosh yeah. that's so weird <laughs> interesting yeah, but i would compare it to beverly hills where they won't let you there's so many rules that you can have you can't have but yeah. they're just mean people <laughs> You know, it's really simple. They're just our mean ass people. Where I'm getting two separate. Like I don't, I didn't really interact much with people in La Jolla because you go there and it's like I can't afford any of this. Sleep, sleep. But we did go down there for the beach and to look at the seals. Yeah. yeah okay. You know? That's cool. And there's uh, the cheese shop there down there. It's pretty good sandwiches. I don't know this. So mm. that, well, you say you you said you were really good. So you wouldn't say that that's one of your worst jobs. Um, no, I, that was a fun job. I was in for pocket change and I got what I wanted. What was one of the worst jobs then? That I've had? had? Yeah. Oh. Cause you're freelance too. So I'm sure you've had some that were awful. I haven't done like, like office jobs in forever. I only did like summer jobs, you know, like that. Um, oh, I don't know. One of the worst jobs I've done probably, I mean, data entry is pretty sad. But it's not awful because you're in an air-conditioned space, you know? Mm, luxury. Yeah, as much as it luxury. Gets. I can't do data entry. I tried that once for an internship. It was just like everything's... I get double you vision. just copy numbers from one place to another, it's right? It's brain dead, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I might enjoy that. How about you, Laura? Did you have an awful job before? I'm so old that I don't remember anything else other than when I'm... Other than being a writer. Hey, that's good. Yay! That's yeah. a great... Yeah. You can't say you're old. I think I have too much self-loathing to like say, <laughs> say I hate this job. I usually just hate myself a bit more. I want to 
kill this fly so hard right now. Oh, speaking of flies. Yeah. So we were on a farm. For, oh, no. I have never seen so many flies oh, in my life. Oh, no. We opened the car door and literally 30 flies flew oh, in. Oh, no. Yeah. I can't deal with it. For the rest of the week, uh, there was at least three flies just that didn't make it out of the car that were just like bumping around in there. I was dis- It was horrifying. That's pretty sad. It was like, you know the movie, um, uh, is it Stand By Me? Or no, My Girl. Obviously, they're not bees, but I was like, no! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to kill those flies. It's like, um... That's such a sad moment. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. That was a bummer movie. It was a bummer. I remember movie. being super bummed. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. Great story, right? Sorry. Awesome cool story. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Speaking of flies, you guys, Ant-Man's coming out this weekend. Oh! Did you see the preview? I want to see that so bad. I got to watch it early. <gasps> yeah, you went to the AP event, right? Or uh, you went to press event? I went to. I, I don't remember which one I went to, but I, cool. I, mean, I sat inside twice so I could understand it. And it's really, really good. Oh, wow. okay. I love Paul Rudd so much. If you guys love the, the old school uh, like Iron Man movies and stuff like that, yeah. it's, it's like that. That's yeah. so cool. Because I was like, all the Easter eggs, Because <laughs> like, Ant Man's one of those. Because like, it was the first time they're doing an origin story in a while now, and it just did never seemed like mm. as cool on the trailers. Then, but then it's good to hear that's good. I was going to watch it anyway. I but. just like Paul Rudd a lot, so I have to watch it anyway. Mm. <laughs> People... You know what? I don't expect him to look good shirtless. He oh, really he good. got in shape for this because he's a little pudgy, which I really like. And <laughs> like he super got in shape for this. I remember thinking, looking at his face. Well, like, I oh. I, yeah, I knew him as a 40-year-old virgin kind of guy, yeah. the, the best friend of yeah. that guy. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew he was in Clueless until like recently because oh, I've never seen Clueless. Him. He was the recently. brother. He was the cousin. The cousin. No, he was. Was he the like the, the step brother? Yeah, that, that oh, she step- falls in love with. No? Yeah, 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 that's weird. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The step brother that the parents got divorced again, right? Right. Yeah. So it was fine that they. So got they, so together. so it's okay. I guess it's not. They're not technically. I wonder if he's anymore. a misogynist. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's really good. So we got this mul- We got this multiple times where people say that James looks like. Paul yeah, Rudd, Paul Rudd. I Do you feel, think? Yeah, I see that. Really? Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> I was actually going to tell you that the other day. I have to show Lauren this. Laura, Laura, Laura. Okay, yes. Laura. Sorry, I really do know you, Laura. <laughs> oh, Laura, you need to go soon, don't you? Oh, yeah, I gotta get going. But it's okay. Keep going. I, I want to see you. At... <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find a Paul Rudd picture. I thought you find a James picture. That's your a Paul Rudd picture of James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to find a Paul Rudd photo of James if I can find it. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, okay. Oh, my God. Do you think? Where, who's that? That's my husband. Oh, my God. He looks like Paul Rudd. <laughs> Doesn't he? <laughs> does he? Does he agree with you? You've seen him, right? Yeah. You know him? Is yeah. he related to him somehow? No, right? But he does totally looks like him, doesn't he? Yeah, we. I made him buy it. They come from shirt. the old country, from the the McRudd clan. I'm sure or they. Or the old yeah. Reds. No, he's Rudd and he's Ritz. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. You know, you should dress him up as Ant Man for next year. Yeah, I super should. <laughs> I have to. Halloween yeah. is coming. Yeah. And then winter is coming. Oh, Jane, <laughs> you'll know that soon. What? Because you'll watch the show. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, I will watch the show. I know. And we'll talk about it every week. Yeah! <laughs> and you'll make cookies. 
<laughs> totally. And Guess I'm going to catch up. I'll bring my eating ability because okay. I don't know how to make anything. Well, Laura, you have a, you have a meeting coming up, right? So we're going to yes, we'll, we'll let you go, go and then we'll, we'll just keep going and wrap up here. Okay. But, okay. Um, cool. Very nice talking with you, Nice Laura. to meet you, Laura. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Let's thanks. go to Disneyland. <laughs> yes. Guys, if you guys ever need nerd news, let me know. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for joining us. For and sure, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch. Um, that was Laura Syracle from nerdreactor.com, um, right? Dot com. Yes. You can find our work there. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, All right, thanks, you guys. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Rest up your voice. So, yeah. Cool. I like Laura. She's very nice. She's yeah. very nice. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to try to do a video next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I like the last video you guys, you guys did together, which was the... Um, the Janet Jackson one where Paul showed off his <laughs> awesome dance moves. Or lack thereof. That was so fun. That was, I loved having Paul on that. That was really embarrassing for me. Shut up. You liked it. You loved it because no. it was so freaking The whole awesome. time I was like, this, this is for you, Jane. I wouldn't do this for anyone I know. Thank else. you so much. That's what Phil said, too. They're like, only for you, Jane. Well, Phil I'm was like, getting into it. I don't know. Phil is so, like, he dances. <laughs> I think he was in a dance team or something. Was he? Yeah. Phil, you angry Asian man? Yeah. For sure. Sean, yeah. I know Sean was, for sure. He, like, super dances. Oh, Sean was definitely in the dance team. Yeah. yeah. But uh, for for those of you guys who don't or haven't followed Jane Louie on the internet, she uh, runs Louie Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And puts up some amazing, just, amazing music videos. I just put up a cover. It's um, uh, of Janet Jackson's um, All For You and... Uh, together again, which I love both songs and just did a mashup of them and uh, invited my friends because I was trying out Ableton Live on this. And so I didn't really have any footage of me playing anything because I wasn't playing anything. I was just pressing buttons. So I was like, how am I going to... Oh, I didn't know you did that with live. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So I was like, how am I going to do this visually? So I just thought, okay, 80s, 90s, where, you know, the goth look, the 80s look, the... Uh, and then just like have friends. The dance. shortest of shorts I've ever worn in my life. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I have knees. What yep. are what are knees? Do you have your farmer's like thigh tan? <laughs> your short no, tan. No, this is recent. This is like from literally two weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah, that was super fun. Yeah. I think I need to do some originals though. It's starting to wear on me a little bit. Well, I mean, you always but. have such creative. Music I remember the last one um, I helped you on was the uh, the one shot for uh, oh, TLC. Oh yeah, that's right. I helped move the wave off camera. Ooh, yeah, that was. That's really when fun. Phil, angry Asian man, threw down his um rapping chops. Too. Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. <laughs> and you know, I see here you were building a set for another video over here. Oh yeah, so that's um, I haven't taken any pictures of that yet, so no one gets to see what that looks like yet. But this is for that song up top. Cool and um, secret song. And then I have something else. It's literally called Secret Song. In that box there, that is like a city that I've posted a few pictures of. Awesome. Wow. It's like a paper city. Um, I can't wait to see it. Uh, but I need, I need like a, a, a cinematographer who could do that, though. Otherwise, I don't know. That's the city where you can see it. Wow. It's like a tiny little city. And um, you will like the intro to Game of Thrones. Really? I'm on a mission. Awesome. I want you to watch this show. Okay, all right. If he really wants to share, you to share in his misery. No, I'm not miserable. 
It's a it's a beautiful melancholy to be honest. It's it really does break your heart, but it's a very poetic show. That's really nice. You know? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Melancholy is good. Yeah. Because melancholy isn't sad. It's very <laughs> specifically melancholy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And Paul, you've been working on a new album for yeah, a while. for like five years. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it is actually, ha- you know, I actually got a very angry email from a, f- a fan the other day. That was like, you know, you're going to lose me if you don't do something. And I was like, dude, oh, no. I'm sorry, but I can't. Wait, what do you mean? Like on Patreon or just in no, general? No, just in general. I got an email from uh, a fan that was saying, like, I hope you understand that the longer you take, the more likely that people su- that support you are going to leave. And I said, that I appreciate that you care enough to tell me that. But at the same time, I also have to remind you that as much as I enjoy and appreciate your support, I don't do it for you, man. Yeah. I don't make music for you. Okay. And I don't mean that. I know that sounds rude. I don't no, mean no. it to be well, that no. way. I mean, a lot but, of people these days, like, because like social media makes everyone so like one-on-one. Yeah. You know, technically, like they all, everyone feels more the entitled sense of to things, it, right? Entitlement yeah. and expectation is way, like, has crossed the line in right. so many ways. I, but, and I, I explained, like, yes, life happens. I can't do everything. I mean, and, I, and yeah. I am doing everything on my own. It's a lot of work. And sometimes I just can't do it. And I got to work on other stuff because I got to pay bills. Yeah. I have to take any and every job I can. And a lot of the times it's not music related. And uh, it it makes me sad that I don't get to make music my full-time job, but uh, I don't have a choice sometimes. Yeah. And then I I explained that to him, and he said, you know, I'm sorry I didn't mean... I I also said, like, you you know, um, threatening me doesn't change anything. Doesn't help. I understand (laughs) that you feel a passion about listening to what I'm working on, but you can't threaten me because it doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. I can only put out stuff when I feel it's, it's ready. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry. And then he felt bad i guess and he apologized as he should well i but i at first i was really upset about it because i'm like how dare you you know like i don't do it for you but i don't want to have that kind of feeling either because i don't want unnecessary animosity i really do want to be in a position where i make something that matters to me and i just put it out there and share it with people and hopefully people enjoy it I, i really like that process but i understand that um if someone really does enjoy what you do then they want more and it's always disappointing when you want more and you can't get it. So I'm very flattered at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I also have to remind everyone, especially myself, like I do it for me, you know, I do it because I need to. Well, I feel like you also, it's not like you disappeared out the face of the earth. You still engage pretty regularly with, you know, I guess so, but I haven't. Are you specifically talking about your original stuff? I don't know. I guess okay. so. Okay. But I mean, I've been talking about this record on and off for like literally three sure. years. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, I and this this album has seen, it's been written, rewritten, accidentally completely deleted. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> piece by piece recovered in bits like off of various hard drives and like Franken, Frankenstein yeah, style yeah, yeah, yeah. put back together so and back then together. completely rewritten again. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's been a very long time. But uh it's currently in the mixing phase. It's out of my hands. I'm not mixing it. Nice. It's sent to a studio. There's an engineer <clears throat> working on it as we speak. And uh, hopefully a week or two, it will be completed. That's nice. so exciting. That's and awesome. this, I can now tell Super you, like, exciting. it is coming soon. For <laughs> real. Because oh, it, so it's excited. done. So all you needed was to go off into the mountains. Yeah, that actually really helped. It did. Snapchat about 
forks spoons. and spoons. 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 Oh, I told I told you about this, right? No, I don't so think so. What is I this? went on a retreat to finish my record with Sidebrain. That's right. Yeah, and we stayed in a cabin in Lake Arrowhead. It was awesome, but for some reason, the kitchen only had spoons. Like, what? only spoons. Oh. And not just only spoons, but a lot of spoons. There's one oh. drawer of spoons. And there was like 43 spoons. Were there any forks and knives at all, or no. was it just spoons? No. Maybe just this spoons. is a family that only ate yogurt all the time. Or I don't like, know. and like, we, we had to do everything. We had to cook with just like <laughs> tablespoons. <laughs> Actually, they weren't even tablespoon size, they were like teaspoons. It's just a bunch of spoons. Well, what did you eat? It was just, just soup? Like no, chili? we ate everything. We made scrambled eggs with spoons. <laughs> we we're like putting, like tying them together, and like making like a fork with the. It was weird, man. That's crazy. It was, a, it was a lesson in the the culinary versatility of the spoon, and the spoon wow. does not get as much respect as if I feel it and now you should, should yeah, deserve. You have new respect for the spoon. I do. That being said, I did want more than just a spoon. Sure. Also, sure. I just uh, I couldn't understand. There's only so much. I guess you can use the spoons as like some sort of tong chopstick. Sure. Like grab stuff yeah but uh i just wanted to know how it came to pass that there were just spoons and all and so many spoons because i did count them because i was so curious there were 43 spoons (laughs) how do you get 43 that's not even like a even set of and not a single fork no do you have a theory what's your best theory i don't know i'm if the more i think about it i get kind of creeped out because it's so uncanny and strange what do you think jane how did, I don't, how did the dude, spoons I don't come know. to be? I'm like, well, if you need to cut something, you can rip it up. If you need to fork something, you can just pick it up. But I guess if it's a spoon, that's harder. <laughs> you know? So it's like you have to... You can use your hand and teeth for everything else, I guess. These are like yeah. cavemen that live there, maybe. Was there like a bunch of houses nearby? Do you think someone went to all three houses and just like... I don't know. This is the spoon house. This is the fork house. This is the knife house. Maybe. And each house has a different challenge. I have no idea. But yeah, that is that. That is what happened. I have photographic evidence to prove the drawer of spoons. Wow. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. You, like, although, see, that's weird. Like, I couldn't have, you couldn't have eaten noodles. No. Could you? We didn't, though, so. Mm. Anyway, and also the furniture was put together really strangely, like, all the pieces were in the right place, and the screws were in the in the holes, but they weren't screwed in. They were just, like, barely tightened. And then Yuda's wife came to visit on the last day, and she was, like, looking at all the furniture, and it's, like, literally almost falling apart. She goes, well, yeah, duh, they assembled this whole house with spoons. Did you guys rent this place or just, like, find an unfinished no, house and went in? It was Airbnb. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a little weird. It was weird. I didn't put that in the review, though. Because I didn't know how Somebody to explain that. Somebody ought to. <laughs> Beware. There are only Beware. <laughs> Bring your own forks. <laughs> well, that's been about a how while. How long is it supposed to be? It's about usually about an hour or so. But Well, yeah. we did finally talk about music-related stuff on this show. Yeah. Unlike the previous shows we've been on where we literally talked about poop. Is that, there anything else music-related-wise that... Have you ever had a fan say that to you, though? Something like that, where they make demands of you and they're mad at you? Yes. What do you do in that situation? Um, do you handle it similarly? I, I have to write back. Yeah. So my I get two kinds of emails. One is, like, so so I get people who watch my every move. Creepy. Which includes, like, they, they'll to be able to tell if I have made my profile public or... Or just between me and my friends. So mm. on Facebook, you mean? Uh, on Facebook, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when um, that's cr- that's crazy. 
it's it's a lot. Um, so I get emails like that 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 are kind of asking me what I'm doing. Like, why did you make your public profile? Like, why did you why did you make your profile public? I mean, ow. What? Or why did you make why did you close off your profile to just between you and your friends? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So accusatory email? Uh, no, not, just not accusatory. Just, just asking. Too... No. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah. What's the second kind of email? Oh, the second kind is not also not accusatory, but um, it's very interesting. I get emails from people who, uh, I'm not sure what I do. Maybe it's in my music that I reveal um, about just like pain in general. I get emails from people who are pouring their heart out about their situation. Oh. And they're in the middle of a crisis where sometimes their lives are being threatened right then and there. And I have once actually, and I, well, I completely welcome this. uh, Do you engage back? I do. Okay. And because I know that their lives are perhaps in danger right now, I will literally help them. Like I'll create an alias profile to talk to their alias profile so that it's yeah. like, um, yeah, I, but I mean that, that was the last time I had, that was like two years ago Wow. and I hadn't, I did not have a, um, I didn't have any contact, uh, since then. I hope, he, you know, I hope this person is okay, but they mm. were in a different country and it was like their family was in danger in some way. And wow. It's just nuts. So Crazy. you're like, your music connected to their soul. I don't know. Like... <laughs> I don't know. My stuff is pretty depressing, so. I see. You've had some pretty, like, emotional videos. Like the one, um. Heaven on a Hill. Yeah. That's a good one. That one, that one was pretty. Emotional, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Paul was in that one. My I was in that. The first album was very emotional. It was yeah. like, ugh, like all wailing. Because <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. But, Yeah. I don't know. My I'm, favorite part of that one was the um, the behind the scenes one you shot where you were working with Paul. He was mm-hmm. just like, I want to do that again. I want to do that again. I love <laughs> that shot so much. Because I, I just told you. Yeah, I was, was like, great. that, that was, great. was great. I like, loved no, it. No. Let me do it again. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I have learned to let more of that go now. Have you? Yeah, I have. That's um, good. I, I am now at a place where I can be okay with I get it. Having though, it not you know? be perfect and have it be more emotionally truthful mm-hmm. rather than technically good mm-hmm. but devoid of any feeling. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta get the magic that just happens when it's right. live and in the And moment. also right. I mean and I used to be really against using technology to correct technical errors. Yeah. But at this point I really do place more priority on having an emotionally truthful performance rather yeah. than being in tune. And I mean, yeah. if I drilled it, if I practiced and did take after take, I can get it perfectly in tune. Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't sound uh, authentic anymore. It sounds like I'm just trying to be perfect. And sure. then it goes against whatever lyrics I may be singing at the time or whatever mm. melody I'm playing on the violin. So I've decided that uh, I would rather just let it go as much as I can. Cool. You know, unless it's like so bad. That of I course. Can't, you yeah. don't want that stuff to get in the way yeah. of the emotional take. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So totally. before... Uh, I was vehemently against auto tune, and now I see that there are times when it's okay. It's the, I mean, the style is so important. If it's that style, and right. especially and the it's stuff also you're doing about communication. If using that tool helps you communicate your yeah. message more effectively, That's then true. use it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah. That's very true. You're growing as an artist. I'm trying. I'm or, trying. you know. Yeah. Or I'm getting lazier. I don't know which one. <laughs> I was it could be say. that too. It could be that too. You know, uh, one more actually, one more thing. I get emails regularly from people who are asking me to give them sheet music to stuff that I've played in oh, the past. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My response to that is no. Oh, one, interesting. One, I'm lazy. <laughs> You're I'm not, not gonna, gonna I'm not gonna it. lie. Well, I'm not gonna they, lie. It's a lot of work. It, they yeah. can transcribe it's it. It's a lot of work. And two, are you, I mean, one point two or one point okay. five? One, one A. One A. Yeah. Question: Are you gonna pay me? Because it's a lot of work, man, for me to transcribe stuff. Okay. I yeah. can do it. I don't want to, but it will take me a very long time. Are you gonna pay me, or are you just asking me to send it to you? And if that's oh, if I the see. answer is you're not gonna pay me, then absolutely not. Because one, I'm lazy. I don't have time. Well, I do have... No, sometimes I don't have time. Sometimes, sometimes I don't have time. I, okay. Wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. That's my default. No, no. Means you have time, bro. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, let me explain. Wait. When I don't have time, when I'm actually busy, obviously I can't do it because I'm really busy. And when I do have time, I don't want to do it. Well, because your time is valuable, right? You're and a freelancer. Also, I really don't want to do it. And more, I, I personally, I know this is obviously a very convenient thing for me to say, but as a musician, I really do vehemently believe in this. You should learn how to transcribe on your own. That's a really important skill that I learned in school that I value highly. And if you want to be a better musician, you got to learn how to transcribe stuff. The stuff I play is not that complicated. It's not that advanced. Anyone, if you really do try to, to like listen to what I played, you can do it. So I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> no one did it for me when I was of in school. Course, yeah. No one did it for me when I was learning how to yeah. play the violin. Well, so why should I? You know what I mean? It's yeah. important. You should learn that. I mean, I used to play an instrument so I can read music, but I never got good enough to l- listen to the notes. But if you're at a point where you want to play, do that, yeah. Yeah, play, you should have the ear to be able to know what notes are being played, right? Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to pay me, fine. I don't mind. But yeah. I, I would rather hire someone to do it. And then I'll just sell that. Yeah. Sure. You know, I'll pay yeah, yeah, you yeah. to transcribe it and then we can split the money forever. I don't care. I, just, like a, I don't want to do it. There's probably a fiber gig in there somewhere. Like, yeah. If <laughs> anyone out there listening, if you want to transcribe my stuff, please, I'll hire you. That's so funny. Yeah, I get that email too. It's true. But I just don't. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I don't have it. <laughs> because I don't. And most, I have never written any of my stuff down. It's all just. Yeah. It's in, you know, and in, we're in both. You, you come from a classical background too, so you know how to read and write. Also, I read and write, but when I learn something, and I have, I remember the first time I was learning a piano song was Tori Amos, mm-hmm. and I just it was cassette tapes. Like I recorded it over and over again on a cassette, and I just played, stop, play, stop, and try to figure it out by ear. You mm-hmm. know, which is totally doable. You can totally, and yeah. it's so much fun yeah. too. So long story short, you can combat Paul's laziness by not being lazy yourself. Yeah, well, to be fair, it's not just laziness. I'm also busy, and I don't want to do it because I'm lazy. (laughs) And he is sometimes busy. (laughs) I'm always too busy to transcribe something for you. That's true. Yeah. I will always, like, I have to poop now. I can't do it. Yeah. (laughs) I will find a reason. (laughs) Unless you're paying me, because that's a job. But, you know, but it's true. I really think that... uh, it developing your ear it's so good for it's you. really valuable as a as a musician you know and, and also yeah. it makes you a better writer when you're if you like someone's music mm-hmm. and you're deconstructing it and learning how to play it by ear yeah and if you want to make your own stuff in the future that's how i learned how to so, write songs it's so useful i didn't get sheet music from other people when mm-hmm. i like their songs 
I mean, being a fan of, you know, R&B and pop music too, like you can't get sheet music for that stuff anyway. And even if you do, it's a really bad transcription and it sucks anyway. Yeah. So you just figure it out yourself, like what the melody is. Yeah. And, and like, that, I think it yeah. really makes you a better songwriter because then you can actually internalize and really think about these melodic things that are happening against the chord changes underneath. And it does make you a better musician. Yeah. That's what I used to do when I was like doing band practice with just figure out how to play like video game songs. That yeah. was my thing. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Wait, what do you play? Um, I play the trombone and the flute. Oh, nice. But mainly the flute. Oh, <laughs> they're so different. Yeah, no, they're they're both C instruments. There's bass clef and treble clef. I mean, just yeah. embouchure and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, I could never. I could do trombone. I could. I couldn't even get a note out on the flute. So freaking hard. It's not. It's like blowing on top of a bottle. You know, it's like I just. You need yeah, tongue. you. I yeah. guess you have to use like it correctly. I just passed out. <laughs> Breathing is definitely a lot like there's l- less resistance. Yeah. So you have to breathe a lot more. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. the trick is, well, when I used to play, it was like you have to use warm air when you're blowing to get like the warm sound or else you just sound Oh, really? really? Yeah. See, that's so interesting. I had never thought that. But you play a lot of other instruments. You play guitar, obviously sure. piano and you sing. Yeah. And then you also just kind of make your own instruments out of random household objects. That's the best part if of If you were staying there. at the cabin, I, I, you would have made something out of those spoons. Spoons. Yeah. I'm sure she it would have made been spoons. fun. <laughs> I would have done spoons. You would have made one giant it's spoon true. out of spoons. All of spoons. Oh. I remember your, um, your move like Jagger video where you used the book. That yeah. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the little that bell. That was really fun. Yeah. Jay makes, and then you use like a water bottle as like percussion writer. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Or my jug is my drum most of the time. It's around the corner right now. That's... Jane can go to any room and make music out of your stuff. But it's just stuff. That's what you learn in school, you know. Yeah. I always feel bad when people get all like, excited about it. I'm like, it's I don't know. Do you, you ever <laughs> do you ever find inspiration when you're like out weird, for lunch but... and you hear something like, I can use that. Um. So one thing I I I want to use that thing. See that see that little. Little, Connects carousel uh, like, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so erector that, set is that an yeah, erector set? Yeah, that's from an erector set. Yeah, what is that? Oh. So it just makes a squeak noise that I really like. A oh, Greek thought, noise or some, a squeak noise? Squeak. I thought that was some art project for like, your next video. No, so so James and I made a bunch of these for our wedding. It was like uh, these are centerpieces that are on our table, mm-hmm. um, and it just makes it. Oh. Ooh. Actually, it's worse when it. Weird. It's like smooth now. <laughs> it's actually much louder when you put it down. You know what that reminds me of? Steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I don't know why it's not actually not. Why is it actually smooth? No. Oh, you lost the sound. I want the squeak. <laughs> well, whatever. You do live sampling. Um, I, you know, I would. I have no. My problem is I have all this bleep, but I don't know how to do it live because there's so many tiny little. No, but I mean, things. is you're you you're you're a sampler. Pause. You've done the same thing, right? You did the whole track based on like, like elevator and train sounds, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I st- actually on the upcoming record, the there's an elevator uh, patch that I use. That I recorded off my phone, actually, in uh, San Diego when cool. I was at work. I just held up my phone to the elevator door and the little beep. Did you just hear it and say, I must record that? Yeah, it, it was a very pleasant bell sound. And it, to me, it sounds really similar to like a Fender Rhodes. Mm-hmm. But, oh, but yeah. because I was in a parking garage, so there's a lot of air sound and mm-hmm. like reverberation. And there's like background cars driving and stuff. 
Uh, it adds like a really thick texture that you can't get otherwise. So when I play it, it sounds like a, red, a Rhodes, but like a really unique sound that you can't get otherwise. So I think having a phone in your pocket is like a really good musical tool too. Yeah, it feels that's like Phones have been are so versatile now. Mm-hmm. Like you can shoot really good quality video on it. You can record cool stuff on it. You can, you can do freaking slow-mo on it. I want to make a video that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the time-lapse stuff. The time lapse and the slow mo. I mean, I like, can even mix on it. Like, there's like, there's like a podcast mixer that you can use on your like your phone now. Yes, oh. like put in different channels. Like, oh, really? Different channels wow. and yeah. That Jeez. being said, I, I still like hardware too. <laughs> <laughs> well, so stay tuned for yeah. Stay stuff tuned from for me and his James soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing stuff. I can't really stuff talk about Jane. any of it. Yeah, and you guys Solo do stuff. stuff together too. Yeah, and then my record. Yeah. I don't know when what's, it will come out. What's your band name? Like. The Jane and uh, Jane and Paul show, or we don't have a name. I JP. need a name too. Actually, I'm trying to. Are change. you doing a new name? I'm trying to. Yeah, I think Paul Dante has too many things attached to it that mm-hmm. I want to kind of. I might be changing my start name. Start over. Oh yeah, from Jane Louis. Yeah, I don't know. Any suggestions? Please send them yeah. to Marvin at collaboration dot org. Yeah, email is actually podcast at collaboration dot org. Oh, okay. Um, also, I'll, why I'll do you forward... refuse to call it Collabacast, man? Oh, that's a good name. Collabocast? Yeah. Collabocast. It rolls off the tongue. What is it right now? What's Collabcast. It yeah, see? Collaboration. Collabocast. <laughs> Collabcast is what Collab it's called Collabcast right is what it's called right now. I know. Oh, it sounds okay. more classy. I'm fine. I mean, Collabcast? Collabocast just sounds Collabcast. like... Collabocast just rolls off the tongue a little better. In my opinion, we're totally. You're gonna edit this out so hard. Isn't I just I'm think of like claw, like if you say clobbercast or something. I don't know, like the clobber, clobber, clobber. Cyclops. What? We decided on the clobcast, and that's fine. just the way it is. Fine. Cool, man. Maybe one day we'll start a new podcast called the Collabocast. <laughs> It'll be very confusing. Paul Dante. <laughs> but no, thanks a lot for joining me, and thanks for having us. Always great to talk to you too. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And so, thanks for having me. Where thanks can where me. can our listeners find your stuff hmm. once it comes out? That's a good question. Well, for now, pauldate.com is kind of the central hub to go to find everything that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm on YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Paul Date. Yeah, basically. And Jane, you're at. Um. Uh, com. That's J-N-E-L-U-I And same Same with Paul Just Just yeah. Google it Just Google them they've, It's the same They've had it's, a lot of things We have the same stuff And yeah Long time collaboration fan members too You guys That's true way of, We like, met at a collaboration So yeah. this is oh, yeah. all Like old times mm-hmm. <laughs> Sort of Yeah as always, um, some announcements for future events. So next week, July 24th, Collaboration Houston is having their showcase. So if you guys are listening in Texas, go check it out. Yeah. In August 8th, uh, Collaboration DC is dropping their show. Nice. The week after that, um, August 14th, is Collaboration Dallas and Collaboration Chicago. The day after that, on August wow. 15th. Wow, so, it's all happening right now. Dude, yeah, Dallas we're is in awesome. The, yeah? Yeah. I've never been. DC is there. awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Well... Yeah, DC is cool. DC is cool yeah. too. Yeah, I've only really been to Austin in Texas, and that's pretty awesome. Austin too. is great too. Yeah, cool. But yeah, we're smack in the middle of collaboration, the collaboration season. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I think we announced it last week, but August 29th, we're having our first ever collaboration conference. 
Oh. So it's going to be oh. in LA at the Japanese American National Museum. Um, check out www.collabempower.org. Empower? For more details. Empower. Yeah, we're calling it the Empower Conference because our mission is empowerment through entertainment. Cool. cool. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, reviews, or even just you know, fun things you want us to talk about, um, email us at podcast Recipes. at <laughs> Recipes, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Join us for our next segment, Cooking with Jane, yeah. <laughs> the Master Baker. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Baker. <sounds> Baker. <laughs> with a K. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Oh, I think I slept wrong. My neck's kind of tight. I should make an appointment to see my misogynist. Misogynist. Oh. And for the collab cast, uh, <laughs> we'll collab. Mm. We'll collab. We'll see you later. Really? Is that how you sign off? I don't know. I'm. I, Collabo, see you later. Or puns like we'll collab again soon. <laughs> we'll collab. Collabo, bye bye. Collabo, bye bye. I'm That'd gonna use that. Collabo, bye bye. Collabo, bye bye. No, I want to come up with something better than that. Collab. Bird. No, I can't. I can't. We'll do see it. you at the next collab opportunity. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Drop the mic. We're done. Okay. <laughs>